What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Steamers Season 1, Episode 13. We're doing another solo. It's your boy, Greed. Here we are. I mean, I, I woke up today, and it, today sucked, dude. I didn't get any sleep. It didn't even feel like... It was one of those Mondays when I went outside. I looked outside. It's shitty out. I didn't get any sleep. I literally felt like I like closed my eyes for a second. I looked out, and I was just I had to get out of bed. And after my terrible fantasy day last yesterday, it was not a great Monday. Luckily, work wasn't too bad. I mean, at least at least I had some positive. Stranger Things four, we're getting it. And honestly, I can't wait. Uh, Hopper, we know you're coming back. You better be back. I need it. Spoiler alert: If you didn't see it. I'm not going to say anything else, but go see it. Do better. What are you doing? I got a lot to talk about today. Actually, I got some I got some different different topics actually. I'm going to start with some basketball. Today was media day around the NBA. And I'm seeing some pictures. I'm seeing the Sixers starting five projected in the photo. Josh Richardson, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, Al Horford. And I wanted to go over my expectations for this team for this season. I, I, I'm hyped, man. I'm hyped. I'm, I'm loving what I'm hearing. I'm loving what I'm seeing. I, the more I look at this team, the, the more I'm, it's growing on me. You know, when we first heard that we were going to lose Jim, Jimmy Butler, you lose J.J. Redick, you lose these two guards that were pretty big offensive assets for you. And I think now our mindset is we're a defensive team. Actually, one of the best defensive teams. I think Austin and the Clippers are right, are neck and neck. It's just we're going to match up so well against everyone, and we're going to have the depth, which we didn't have last year. We didn't have bench players. You got Mike Scott coming off the bench. Kylo Quinn, whenever we need to fill in for Horford and Embiid. He'll be rare to use. Then you got Trey Burke. I, this is my favorite signing. I really hope we use Trey, Trey Burke the right way. This can be a great bench score. Uh, Matisse Thibel, I think this was a gr- another great pick. I mean, we have not hit on our first round picks lately. But this might be uh, this might be the guy. This is a 3 and D player. I like the idea of where we have to go with the smaller lineup and you have to take out Horford and he'll, he'll come in for Embiid. And then you can match Matisse up with someone. He's just a 3 and D guy. which is That's what Covington was. So when we got rid of Covington and got the upgraded Butler, I mean, this might be a, a Covington 2.0. This is just a guy, great handsy defense. He's going to help with off the ball, good size, good shooter. Then you add Josh Richardson as a perimeter defender. I mean, he's a he's a guy that was drafted as a pure defensive player in the second round from Tennessee. And he literally is just developing his offensive game. He had a lot of volume in Miami. Got the ball in his hands a lot. And he, I, think, I think he's going to be a great asset. I mean, this is a guy that he's just developing more and more each year. 
And then the and then you got healthy Embiid, and then we don't even have to play Embiid all season. I mean, I know Embiid's saying he wants to come out and play a lot more, but now when you sign Al Horford, our problem was was when Embiid came off the floor, what was our strategy? What was our offense? We had no defense with uh, Boban. And we had freaking Amir Johnson for three years. That was just a waste. I mean, now now you, you're putting in a... This is an all-star caliber center. A veteran. A guy that he's always been in this winning culture. With Atlanta. With Boston. In college when he was at Florida. And... I'm, I'm saying it now. I mean, I think that very underrated signing. There was two players in the NBA that could stop Embiid. It was Al Horford and Marcus Gasol. Anthony Davis ain't going to be able to stop him. Dwight Howard's not going to be able to stop him. Montrezl Harrell's going to be the guy that has to guard him unless they try to double him. But you look around the NBA, who really, who's who's stopping Embiid? He, he's always had Drummond's number, always had Whiteside's number. This is, we keep him healthy, we get him in the playoffs. I mean, in the East, he goes up against Brooke Lopez. That's a win. What, 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 what's Brooke Lopez going to do to him? We don't even have to put a, him on, on Lopez defensively. You can put Embiid on Giannis if you want to put a big man on Giannis. I just, I don't see the East, like the only team that's maybe, like messing with me about who's contending with us, it's got to be Indiana. I mean, Indiana's just gonna have a solid roster, and they're gonna be another defensive team. When you get Old Depot back, that's a star. Added Brogdon, Miles Turner, solid. I mean, this is just a, a this is a young solid team. But I don't I don't fear Milwaukee in the slightest. I really don't. It's, I, there's just, it, they lack, they lack, I feel like they don't have the shooting capabilities, and then when you match up our team against theirs, I'm taking us, because what, you, you think about, you can put Giannis with Embiid, or you can put it with Simmons, we have two guys that are two different types of defenses, they're not going to stretch the floor that well, Tobias is apparently worked on his defense a lot, and I think he's poised for a huge year. Great shooter. He's just been another player that's been developing ever since he got into the league. I mean, he's been traveling around. He's gotten better and better each team he goes to. And now he's in a situation where he's just a guy that's just going to be looking for the ball on the outside, looking for a shot. I, I really like Tobias Harris this year. I think him him having a full year, like a full off season with this team, getting to know Ben more, working out with Ben more, seeing him be, learning his way of play. And now he doesn't have the Butler. You know, we didn't know if Butler should have the ball in his hands more. I, I think this whole, there's not a lot of distraction with this team. I mean, last year it was a lot with the Jimmy Butler. How was he going to fit? Where are we going to sign them? Everyone's signed now. This is like something we don't have to worry about. Ben Simmons signed. Joel Embiid signed. Tobias Harris signed. Al Horford signed. Josh Richardson's under contract for, I think, the next two years. So, right now, there's nothing that's hanging over us that's saying that we can't go to the finals. I really, 
the team, Brooklyn's not going to challenge us. Even if they had Durant, really, who's still, again, I asked this question, who is stopping Embiid? There's, there's, they can't. We can put Simmons on KD and at least contain him a little bit. That's still a good matchup. I mean, like, Ben Simmons is an elite defender. And he he runs the floor way better than than Durant does. So, I mean, Durant's a great shooter, but he's got a 6'11 guy guardian in that situation. It's just, I look around, and I'm, I'm not worried about the East. But the, the whole thing that is going to elevate us in the finals and getting there, obviously, to make our team better has, has been the, the storyline all offseason, and it's been Ben, ben Simmons' jump shot. And I'm not saying he has to be, my, my take is here, Ben Simmons does not have to be a great shooter percentage. I don't need him to go out and hit 6 of 7 of 10. Like, if he goes out and misses 2 or 3 threes, but then he makes one, it's not about the idea that he can actually be a reliable shooter. It's the idea that they guard him on the perimeter. When we would play against LeBron and you, you watch how they were defending him, Remember when LeBron was sitting in the paint? Do you know what that does to our, you know, our our team is primary focused around Embiid on offense. When you can have LeBron James sitting behind your center as an as a second defender because you're the guy he's guarding can't shoot or isn't a threat to shoot from the outside, then that's what that's that's going to hurt your team offensively. The value of being a, a shooter threat from anywhere on the floor, it creates space and it creates better matchups and better, you know, ISO situations when you have like a, a when you have an Embiid, when you have a Kawhi, when you have a player that you can hand the ball to and say, I need a bucket here. If you can have a one on one and take the superstar versus a non superstar, not great as great player, you're gonna take that. And B gets to the line and he's He's a good free throw shooter when he gets to the line. It's it's like when when you play the Rockets, you know, you don't you your idea is you have to have two people ready to to guard Harden. If you leave one guy alone, Harden's probably going to score on him. Yeah, I'm like I'm I'm like I'm saying, I just I don't need to see Ben Simmons go out and start making threes every game. If he does, that's amazing. We're just going to get better. But he needs to be guarded on the three-point line. It's just it's all it is. But then it's now I want to focus on the if we do get to the finals, what's our expectation? I can't say you're gonna win the finals right now. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I'm there's one team that's. That's holding me over about us winning the finals, and it's it's the it's the Clippers. The Clippers are far and away the most lethal team on that in the Western Conference. I think it's Clippers, then the Warriors, probably the Nuggets, Trailblazers, Lakers. Lakers are five. I, I'm, the Lakers aren't even a threat to me, honestly. If we if, if you match us up against the Lakers, it's over. Simmons with LeBron. You got Embiid with Anthony Davis. Embiid dominates Anthony Davis. So they're not going to be able to stop him. And then you have Tobias with Kuzma. I still think Tobias is better at this point in his career. 
Danny Green with Josh Richardson. Josh Richardson's a better offensive player. Danny Green's just a shooter. He doesn't do anything with the ball in his hands. He's a good defender. And then what, what are they going to do with Horford? They, they got to take out their, their guard or they got to put another big man. Is that Dwight Howard? Dwight Howard is not a real, reliable. He's not a perimeter defender. We That's a winner in my book. But then you look at the Clippers. This team defensively is insane. You got Beverly, George, Kawhi, Harold, who's a pretty decent defender, but you can definitely, that's probably our advantage. And then they got they got like good shooting scores. They got Shamit. I really liked Shamit. It was tough to give him up, but you got Tobias now. And Tobias, I, I actually didn't realize how he, he's only 26. But Shamit was a nice piece. I, I would have liked to fill in the Reddick spot with Shamit at that time, but now I'm, I'm good with Richardson. But then you got Lou Williams off the bench. I mean, they got pure scoring ability there. That's a guy that they just gave him the ball this year and in the past, the past two years, and you've just seen him drop 30 points in games. Having a player come off the bench for that, I think that's what we we can't ask that performance out of Trey Burke. But he might have a couple games this year where he he puts up over 20 points off the bench. He's 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 had those type of streak games in when he in his career. You know, yeah, he's never been the most dominant point guard game to game. And I think that's been his problem was keeping his consistency, but he's a guy that's going to come off and when he's high, I mean, he can take over a game. That's why I'm really excited about having him cuz McConnell was just an overall fundamental good point guard. I I used to not believe that. He should he was just a good he just did things right, and he was a very good inside, like the three-point line shooter around the paint. Yeah, the guy, the guy was—I've never seen a point guard that reliable in the paint shooting the ball. He—it was just—it was—it was knocked down. It's just—I'm—I mean, I'm just excited for the Sixers this year. I—I I, I think that we control the East. I don't worry about Milwaukee. And not many other teams. Boston's not going to be with can't hang with us. They're actually a team that's my um that might be imploding soon. Jalen Brown wants a big contract. Do you think they're giving Jalen Brown a big contract? I don't. I think their focus is Tatum at this point. You replace you replace Rozier and Kyrie with Kemba. Kemba finally gets a situation where he could try to show he's a winning basketball player. That's that's another player. He's you know his struggle has been consistency. He's been one of those guys where he's dominating games, but then he also puts up the duds. He's not been on that winning culture yet. And then they're starting Enos Cantor. Can't defend. So that, like I said, they're not gonna they're not gonna match up well against us. My only my only fear is Indiana. I think if we get by Indiana, which we I think we will, I think we're, I think we're golden. I'm I'm not. Last year I w- I hundred percent preferred to play Milwaukee over Toronto. I think we actually would have been in the finals if we had Milwaukee. 
if or if like Milwaukee Toronto got the battle in the semifinals and then we got to face the winner. Well, not the winner. Obviously, I didn't want the winner because that was Toronto. But I think this is our year. We were only, we were a few bounces away from going to OT. We had the momentum in that game, and that probably would have led us to the finals. We're only a month away, and no more Markel Fultz saga or Jimmy Butler saga. All right. I mean, what? I'm I gotta get I gotta talk about some NFL, and um, the first thing I'm gonna talk about is the Sunday night game. The Cowboys just this is the 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 Eagles just basically got a golden ticket last night watching this Cowboys game. They just the Cowboys were the most overhyped team in the first three weeks, no doubt. And I was about to say that about San Fran. But the Cowboys really went up against the Giants with Eli Manning. The Redskins, who had the who just got destroyed by the Giants. And the Miami Dolphins, who are the arguably is the worst team in the NFL right now. At the at their point in times, those three teams were all probably considered at some point in those past. Three, four weeks, the bottom three of the NFL. Until Daniel Jones probably took over for Eli, they might have moved him up a couple spots. But those three teams, their defenses, this is just saying a lot that the Cowboys really, really had a bad game. You didn't give up a touchdown. You lost on four field goals. Your only touchdown came on a Zeke goal line. Mari Cooper, five of eight targets for 40, 48 yards. I don't think Gallup's that much of an influence. That you're you're going to say that you're definitely winning that game with Michael Gallup. It's a threat, but he's not. I don't think it's that big of an influence. I mean, this could not have gone better for the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles losing now. Looking at the Lions, people are probably thinking, "Oh crap, the Lions are legit." Gave the Chiefs a game. They should have beat the Chiefs. They beat the Chargers. They beat us. That was that was three playoff teams from a year ago. We got a Jets week five. I mean, this is prime territory to get back in it. And then uh, both teams, this is going to be a, g- a game to watch. It's, just, it's the Green Bay-Dallas game this week. Both three and one now. Now it's time to test. I think Green Bay is definitely looked like the better team. But they might not have Devontae Adams. Which is a shame because the Cowboys get another break. But if they lose that game, you're going to tell me that basically they they would lost to two good teams, but they were missing two of their top players. You missed Drew Brees. You missed Devontae Adams. I just... Cowboys are... A lot of pressure this week now. I don't know. I I think the Eagles are primed to get back into it. I think our offense has played phenomenal. Just got to stop fumbling the ball. And our defense, man. I mean, everyone's, everyone's begging for Jalen Ramsey. 
I'm saying pull the pull the trigger. Get get Jalen Ramsey if you because right now the Cowboys are vulnerable. This is where, you know, this is getting there to the heads. That was a that was a game that that might be huge coming down the line. If whoever if the Eagles somehow get the division back soon, and the Cowboys are fighting for a wild card because the Saints they're in a tough division right now too. Carolina has won the last two games. Tampa Bay just beat the Rams. So the Saints could be a potential wild card as well. Depending on how how the Saints play the next couple weeks before Drew Brees gets back. And if that's a tiebreaker, I mean, that, that could turn out to be huge. But I mean, this is this is time for the Eagles. You got a you got a huge chance to capitalize against this Jets team. This is a walk in the park. You're at home. This is I'm gonna be telling it for the cash out blackout. I'm already looking at Wentz and I'm looking at Ertz. Ertz doesn't have his touchdown yet. It's it's gonna come. He might have a monster week with it. The NFL is just as a whole right now is, is insane. I got I got shootouts happening with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I said week one with James at home, he would find a way to at least have 20 points. His last two weeks, he's been... I Is he the number one fantasy option? I mean, just looking around, I'm, I'm, I'm mind blown here. What are we going to do? What What's the NFL going to do? Are we going to get back to rea- reality? And I think I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to do my runoff. That's right. I have a status and a runoff I'm going to do of the where are we now. Where are we now in going into week five of the NFL? Let's just think about where we where before I do this, think about where each team was only only a month ago. A little over a month ago. And all the shit that's happened. I mean, I, I have thirty two teams listed out here. And I might have to make a thirty third entry on my list just for A B alone. Because he's had more news only on himself. Then like 20 of the NFL teams combined. But every NFL team still has a huge story to them. Alright. This is Greed's Where Are We Now? Week 5 segment. Jacksonville Jaguars. Nick Foles gets hurt. Minshew. Everyone's with you. Colts. Andrew Luck retires. It's Brissett time. Not bad. Eagles, we still cannot stay healthy, but Wentz is elite. Patriots, you could have took them in the first round of your fantasy draft because they're a top 10 player right now. Panthers, Cam Newton hurts his foot, says he won't get back, but what about his arm? Cardinals, Crabtree, what the hell was that? Cowboys, Dak still isn't paid. Chargers, Gordon still isn't paid, but Eckler's apparently elite. Lions nearly took down the Chargers, Eagles, and Chiefs. Three playoff teams. Falcons, can you do better? 
Bengals. I actually believe Hugh Jackson is a faceless man and part of the house of black and white and secretly Zach Taylor. The Bills. What you seek is in college. Currently. The Dolphins. Worse than the Marlins. The Saints. Two gloves, two wins. Raiders. Waller the baller. Knock on wood if you're with me. The Steelers. Well, I told you so. The Browns. It's finally goddamn time. The Ravens. I'm not giving up yet. Your defense needs to be better. And again... Who the hell is Mark Andrews? I still don't know. Rams. What the hell happened with Tampa Bay? Titans. Let me ask a Magic 8-Ball to see how you do this week. Texans. Will someone for God's sakes block for Deshaun Watson? Chiefs. How come the one week I start Mahomes, he doesn't throw a touchdown? Jets. Your QB is mono. Boom. Roasted. Denver. Better luck next year. Not much else I can do there. Tampa. Not too shabby. Jamie Week 1. Fuck you. Redskins. Haskins Robbins. I don't know. They just, they just suck. Giants. Danny Dimes ends the Eli Times. Packers, we got a defense. Well, you had one. Vikings, Adam Thielen does not like that. Bears, Chase Daniel, London primetime? Can you ask for much better? Seattle, your season rides on Thursday night football. That's not that's not the best thing. You need to beat the Rams. And the 49ers. Will you give me a goddamn Breda touchdown for once? Just give it to him. Give it to him! This is where we are. This is where we are. I literally wrote out 32 teams. I wrote out just one sentence. I didn't even mention AB. Actually, I said he's in college. But, like, am I missing something? The Patriots' defense, they were valuable for a first-round pick. That's how good they are this year. What the hell is going on here? The NFL needs to do better. Or else Greed Greed's just going to lose it. He's going to lose it. And not lose it in a good way. I mean, like, literally, I, I don't know. Like, am I going to watch NASCAR? Is that what I have to do now? Because what... what, what it's, it's painful. It hurts. I turn on Red Zone. Hype as shit. I go to work. Like, I literally just lost my entire life. Because it was so bad on Sunday. Uh, it's gonna come around. I have I have faith. Few few teams not doing too well. It's gonna come around. Hope I mean uh, it, it better. 
All right. I did my NFL segment. I, w- I didn't want to end on that because then I would have just been depressed. I'm going back to the NBA. I'm flipping it. Flipping it back. I'm picking my MVP and I'm doing my take right now. This is the steamer's take. It's not really... He's not even a surprise to people because he's won the MVP before. But he's go- he's coming back. I'm picking Steph Curry to win the NBA MVP this year. Why? I said yeah. I said yesterday he's the number two player in the country, in the league. And he is. He should be number one. There's no player in the league that flips an offense like him. Maybe James Harden. But James Harden's got better size and has yet to find any defensive rhythm. Steph Curry spaces the floor for his whole team. His influence is I've never seen any other player like it. Defensively, yeah. Alright, give me shit. I don't care. That's been the best offense. You can watch any player and he he's unselfish. He makes the whole team better. I watched that team have Draymond, KD, and Klay Thompson, and they were a 500 team. Those are people, people ranked them as three all-stars there. I think it's just because of the environment that they're in. Not, not that they're not great players. But I think Steph Curry elevates the players around him. He's going to be my MVP this year. I think he finally gets over that 30-point average. I love the addition of Russell. Gives time for Clay to get healthy. And I just I just can't wait till they have to, you know, Russell can handle the ball more. He can he can shoot. He's a good he's a good rhythm scorer as well. And then I just think Curry's going to be on another level. I think he's pissed about last year. I think people are really talking him down. Talking about all the LA moves. Curry's a clipper killer. Always has been. He ended the original Doc Rivers Big Three. He's looking to end another one. And he's been the guy that's criticized LeBron's entire legacy. LeBron, he he has he's had troubles against Curry. He beat him. He got that block on Iguodala. He had a great, great couple final series. But I mean, seriously. He was that Kyrie shot away from... Would have been rough. Curry's my MVP. I'm locking it in. That's my Tyler lock it in pick. I like Steph Curry this year. I don't know. There's some other candidates. I don't know. It's hard for me to get behind the Giannis train. His jumper, like he's still going to be a monster, but I feel like defenses have got to start figuring it out a bit, like better. If he's not shooting, then just put two guys in the paint. I don't know. Make him pass the ball up. He still dunks on people. He's just. He's got the length. I mean, you just got to find someone to body him up. Harden's got Westbrook. I think that the timeshare is going to be a little different. But he's still going to be Harden. 
LeBron, I don't think he's going to have his biggest numbers. Kawhi and George, I think they're just going to be the same same type of players with their stats. I just I don't. I, the only other player that I'm like not feeling to take it over Curry is is either Giannis or Harden, and I think that they're both going to have not as big years. Maybe Giannis stays the same. Maybe I'm just a complete idiot. I'm I'm taking Steph Curry. Wow. This has been Steamers Season 1, Episode 13. Another solo. Make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram, at SteamersPod. We're putting out new content. Keep it grinding. Scoob's a bitch. He's not going to like that. And keep telling people, man. I mean, we're, we're grinding here. We're trying to get more picks out. I'm, I'm cashing this week. This has been, like I said, episode 13. This is Greed signing off. See you in a couple days.